Hey man, throw on some good music. No, no, not that. Oh, no, not that either. Ah, there we go. Northwest Convergence Zone show. Sounds like we start in hour number two. All right, it is hour number two, Northwest Convergence Zone show. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, packed hour coming at you. Uh, but first, I want to remind you, we had Tay Phoenix on the show a while back. Great singer. And uh, her CD release show is coming up this Thursday at the Royal Room. Um, nice. 7 p.m., 10 bucks in advance, 12 at the door. Also want to thank, of course, our sponsor, Stonegate. Mm-hmm. Stonegate Pizza. And uh, they always keep us supplied with uh, with just killer food. Yeah, I mean, they have great food down there. I love coming in on Sundays. <laughs> hey, and another reason I love coming in on Sundays is to see you mm-hmm. and because we have great guests. And mm-hmm. the next mm-hmm. one up is a powerhouse uh, blues cat out of Canada who's uh, coming down to the States, going to be doing a, a bit of a tour here. His name is Matt Anderson. Hold on, everybody. This guy's got pipes. Leaving home after dark, driving in your land shark. What's a poor boy to do? Turning up the old flag, working on a chain gang, turning all your rest to blue. It's been a long time. You've been working on the midnight shift. Another union song goes down.
All right, everybody, you just heard fantastic voice right there. What a what a talent this guy is. Matt Anderson he has a brand new CD out. It's titled Weightless, and that is his song City of Dreams. The whole album, top to bottom, is great. He has uh, <clears throat> he has been on stage with uh, the likes of Randy Bachman, Little Feet, April Wine, America, Loverboy. Let me tell you, uh, our own Oogie, who's uh, the blues master on our station and is a big, big part of the International Blues Challenge, he, uh, he was there when this happened. Matt Anderson was the first Canadian ever to win the top prize for duo individual performance. He's on the line with us. How's it going, Matt? Pretty good, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, you are a Canadian. And uh, that's awesome. My wife's Canadian, but you're uh, you're from uh, a small town in New Brunswick. Is that correct? Yeah, a small town called Perth, Andrew, New Brunswick, on the east coast. Yeah. So, how does a guy from uh, <laughs> Perth, Andover, with uh, with such a big voice, conquer the International Blues Challenge, uh, come out with a great CD, and share the stage with the likes of some huge names? So, tell us tell us about your path. Ah, my path. Well, you know, I, I grew up in a really musical family. It's a big part of the uh, culture here on the East Coast. And, uh, and yeah, so music is just something we just kind of always did. You know, I never made the decision to be a musician, just kind of uh, fell into it, really. And uh, for a while, right after school, to pay off student loans, I was working, uh, making pizza pockets and uh, frozen <laughs> cakes and french fries and all that kind of stuff. And uh, they told me I needed to shave my beard or wear a beard net, so I, uh, I gave them my two weeks' notice and, <laughs> and uh, started playing music. That had, and, uh, that had, did they have to special make? I've seen your beard in the photos. They have to like special make a. He's getting this, the approval a, a net stamp for you, you know. It is on one back there too. Yeah. Impressive beard. We we actually we didn't get to that point in the conversation, so it was all good. So we, uh, <laughs> we didn't have to worry about getting the, the fitting done or anything. <laughs> but yeah, then uh, then I started playing you know, in the bars quite a bit and uh, just started writing my own music and started working myself in the festivals and. Uh, and touring around quite a bit, and uh, the Blues Challenge, I was sponsored by uh, our local blues festival in Fredericton, New Brunswick, and uh, they sent me down there, and uh, just kind of went down to meet people, and uh, ended up coming home with, uh, with first place, which was really cool, and then, uh, yeah, it's just kind of been growing and growing pretty steady, playing pretty close to a couple hundred shows a year for the last few years. Wow. Yeah, Blues Festival, that's a nice little notch on your belt. Uh, by the way, our engineer is a, a brother in beard, and he gives you the big thumbs up. <laughs> much, <just> the... <laughs> much respect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, new, uh, the new CD out is titled uh, Weightless, and um, it's, uh, it's, it's phenomenal. Tell us a little bit about... Now, a lot of your stuff you do acoustics, just you on a guitar, but um, on this album, you're backed by a full band. How, how do you... Do you what do you like be better or, you know, not so much? Do you enjoy the, the more acoustic, intimate aspect of your music or do you enjoy the full band? How do you weigh in on that? Um, you know, I'm more comfortable doing the solo thing and, and really a lot of it comes down to economics when you go to take a band on the road. <laughs> and it's uh, a lot less fighting when you go out solo. <laughs> but, um, you know, and I, I you get to keep the whole check, I mean, right? I really love both. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, you know, I love getting to do both. Though. I, mean, I, I one of my favorite ways to watch music though is watching you know, the songs as they are written, just the guy and the guitar. So I'm kind of uh, I kind of default to that a little bit. That's how I learned too. You know, playing the kitchen at home was just me and the guitar. So I'm, I'm pretty comfortable doing that. Yeah, I noticed you were on. Um, you, you did several performances on uh, Stuart McLean's uh, 
Vinyl Cafe. Now, I've interviewed Stuart twice on my show and uh, have met him a, a few different times. Super nice cat. What was it? I've never worked with him, though. What was it like uh, traveling around and working with, or was it when he rolled through town, you were featured on his show? How'd that go down? Um, that was great. You know, working with Stuart, and he put me in front of a lot of people. You know, he's got a really great following, and uh, it's the closest thing I've had to a rock and roll tour. You know, we did the tour bus <laughs> tour, and I had to play one song a night, and, you know, everybody else was handling everything, all the work for me. So it was really cool that way, and Stuart's just... Uh, hugely generous you know he had no problems you know handing over his stage when it was our time to take take the music in and it, it was really cool to work with him yeah he seems like a class act all the way around uh super talented cat absolutely uh just like yourself now you have uh you're you're embarking on uh pretty impressive dates coming up here starting tomorrow actually uh two night stint in new york um you're gonna be with johnny lang is that right yeah i'm gonna perform at bb kings which is great and i've never been in the club there before and uh Never actually seen Johnny play before, too, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We just, uh, my son and I just had a nice uh, steak dinner here in New York for our Easter date and uh, start the tour tomorrow. <laughs> That's a great way to start out right there. Wow. Uh, and then for Absolutely. for a local note, for those of you who are listening to us here locally in the, uh, in the Seattle-Tacoma Northwest section, uh, you'll be hitting uh, Ashland, Oregon on the 29th, Eugene on the 30th, and then uh, May 1st, you'll be at the Snoqualmie Casino, with uh, Los Lonely Boys. That's not a bad gig. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one, too. You know, I, I've heard those guys' music for a long time. I heard lots of great things about the live show, and it's really cool to get the chance to, uh, you know, to share the stage in front of those guys. It's going to be really cool. I think they're going to feel the same about uh, when you're done. They'll be a little nervous, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> now, you have, a, you have a unique style voice. Um, did, you start, uh, did you start out with that, or was that something you had to... Um, work into or when did you actually find your voice and get comfortable with what it was that you wanted to uh, put out there as a as a musician and a singer uh you know i I grew up on all kinds of different music lots of uh, classic rock and uh, lots of old country mom and daddy i love gospel in the house too so it's kind of a big mix up of all those kind of different influences and uh played cover songs for a long time like i said so i've always kind of mimicked a little bit of other people then uh when i started you know singing my own stuff is when i kind of started to um have my own voice i guess and uh yeah, a lot of it came from uh, trying to sing over drunks for the most part. Drinking <laughs> <laughs> come from anyway. That is the best story I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, there's not <laughs> there's not many of those in the clubs. What? Come on. Uh, so when you're when you're when you're hanging out and you're just uh, you know you're jamming, you're having a good time uh, doing other people's songs. Who who do you find yourself leaning towards? Who do you like to sing to? Oh, man, like all kinds of stuff, you know. I mean, the more I travel, the more music I hear. And, uh, you know, I'm a huge classic rock fan. I guess that's what I grew up on most of with my brother's hand in their collection. So lots of CCR, uh, Eric Clapton. And, uh, you know, I'm not really a guy who learns a whole lot of the standard kind of tunes. You know, I'm also digging the Jim Croce quite a bit, and, you know, Towns Van Zandt. And just kind of all over the map, really. Try to make myself uh, as much of a sponge as I can be. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm somewhat familiar, or maybe not so much recently, but uh, I had a blues program for quite a while and I was fairly hip to the blues scene up in Canada and uh surprisingly the I mean I guess I shouldn't say surprising it's surprising because we don't hear about it much down here but there are some very talented uh blues musicians up there how do do you see yourself uh because the blues can be interesting you can get pigeonholed and you can it can be kind of come of this uh like inclusive group are you comfortable with that? Is that something you want to, you know, log into and just be seen as a blues performer? Or do you see yourself crossing barriers and 
and not wanting to be, you know, logged in specifically with that? Well, I, just, I don't really consider myself, you know, a blues player so much. You know, I've said it quite a bit before. You know, I'd never stand beside B.B. King and tell him I'd play the blues, too. You know, <laughs> there's too much. You know, I've got lots of uh, lots of folk influence and stuff. I do lots, you know, lots of classic rock, lots of country, lots of all kind of big, uh, kind of big hodgepodge of everything. So, uh, and one thing I love about the blues, you know, there's all kinds of different influences that, uh, that pop up in there, you know, and it's... Um, but yeah, no, I don't really consider myself a blues player so much. I, anybody asks, I usually say a roots and soul player. Is yeah. I throw my throw up there. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of uh, southern gospel in there as well. A lot of um, a lot of spirituals uh, uh, coming through. Stubbyfingers.ca is the website you want to go to <laughs> to check out Matt Anderson, um, and make sure you check make sure you check him out when he's uh, coming through your town. He has all the dates listed on there. That's Stubby fingers.ca and the new album out is uh weightless uh when you went into the studio to uh to record this um did did you already have a vast collection of songs that you were pulling from or were you writing them as you went how, how did that process go for you oh uh, for me at this time I, I did co-writes on all the songs which is a new thing for me i've done a little bit of that before but uh just I want to make sure I didn't sound like myself too much. I think it can be kind of dangerous for musicians if you do all the writing by yourself too close to to uh, each song. You can kind of start to uh, borrow from your own lyrics a little bit. So I wanted to avoid that. So I did all co-writes and uh, pretty much everything was written in the last two or three weeks before I we went to the studio. Now I had I can't write when I'm on the road. I'm too busy. So <laughs> I had those two weeks off and just finished up the songs. And then uh, Steve Blaine, who produced, you know, he brought in some really cool ideas and really cool arrangements. And uh, we just did it all live off the floor. I went straight to uh, the analog take, you know, kind of old school and. Uh, just played like a band for a few days. It was great. You ever been recruited by a hockey team up there? <laughs> <laughs> I can't skate, so no. Because <laughs> no. I think you'd make a great middleman bruiser, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely would be a goon, though, if I'm a hockey team. <laughs> uh, True North Records is, uh, is, is what uh, Weightless is on, and it's available on iTunes and um, all over. And uh, go to a show. Pick one up there. Uh, say hi to Matt. He, he seems like a really nice guy. Tell him we sent you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell him you heard about it here. Absolutely. Um, real quick before we go, uh, I was just interested. When you're traveling around, you know, you, you came from Nova Scotia, and um, obviously now you're seeing uh, much of the world and getting influenced by different things. Does uh, what, what what surprises you the most, and uh, what what are the things that make you want to go back home? <laughs> uh, there's never been anything on the road that's driven me to go back home other than missing home. But um, <laughs> that's <laughs> you know, good news. You know, nothing's ever scared me from the road. <laughs> but um, I find it's find surprising. Um, I think it's I really dig how much people are still open to new music. You know, it seems like. A lot of radio stations feed the same stuff to people all the time. There's still there's a really great bunch of people out there that are looking for new music and really open to it. So it's really great to still, still be finding people like that. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And that's one of the reasons we're here. We're always constantly in pursuit of new great music. And Matt Anderson is one providing it. Make sure you get a copy of Weightless and uh, go check him out. Matt, I want to thank you for taking some time out today. And best of luck on this uh, tour that's coming up. And uh, those of you who are in our area, go check them out at the uh, Snoqualmie Casino with uh, Los Lonely Boys. That's on uh, May 1st. Here's another track. This is a, Tell us a little bit about this one, um, Alberta Gold. It's a beautiful song. Um, it's about some gritty guys, right? 
Yeah, a big thing that happens on the, on the east coast of Canada is a lot of our guys and, and girls, you know, are packed up and moving to the west coast to uh, to make some money. That's where the oil fields are, you know, the fishing yeah. and, and the lumber's dried up at home, so they've had to uh, take off to make some money. And there's a lot of songs that, you know, cover that subject, but they're all really sad and depressing usually. So uh, the guy who wrote it with Dave Gunning is a great folk singer, writer from home. We uh, decided just to pick it up a little bit, you know, because they're just out there making a bunch of money and driving around a big pickup truck, so it's not all bad, really. So I just kind of want to that side of Excellent. Well, if you go to the website stubbyfingers.ca, you can uh, get a free MP3 of this right now. Just sign up for the newsletter. Matt Anderson, he's been our guest. This is Alberta Gold. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Running west, the highway was long worn by other fools, fools like us, I guess. Now we could have worked a job closer to home, we'd never get far ahead. We're out here just long enough to pay off debt, but it hasn't happened yet.
Sometimes angels on my shoulder Come and whisper in my ear Singing songs of righteous living Singing songs I never hear Try to fight off devil's urges Temptation in the flesh Rehearse the alibis and reasons Future sins I won't confess Guns of Nevada. Sometimes the devil wins, which uh, and it does happen on occasion. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wins and loses. Uh, Earl Thunders is, uh, I consider him a friend. Yes, sir. And uh, But it's been a while since I've seen you. It's been a while. You live up north. Little way up north. Way up north, and we're down south. Way down south. But, you know, <laughs> we, we, talk on, uh, we talk on Facebook and we stay chat. up to date on what's going on. Guns of Nevada is the band, and we have a good history with our station and Guns of Nevada. You guys have played shows for us, and we've uh, we've obviously been fans of yours, played your music since... 
and I rock your t-shirt all the time as well. I rock your t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I wear that pretty often. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, you have um, you're coming up from Portland. Decided to stop in, which we're grateful for. And uh, you got, but you have a lot cooking, man. You got a, a lot going on. You have Too a much. lot happening for you. You got side projects and duets you're working on with other artists in the area yes. and shows coming up and just how do you do it how do you how do you just like i work out a lot is that what it is <laughs> no i don't <laughs> i don't know how i do it i don't know why i do it yeah but uh yeah we got uh, putting to get uh, put together a benefit show for a cocoon house of snohomish county which is uh they help uh homeless teenagers 13 through 17 mm -hmm. and uh trying to raise a little money for them so i got uh have you ever heard of big top the band Big Top. Yes, uh-huh. Got the, they're reuniting for a special cause. Uh, nice. They're big up north. And they're good friends of mine. We got them playing with us. Um, this is with my side project, uh, Earl Thunders and his so-called friends. Exactly. And uh, and who and, isn't a so-called friend of Earl Thunders? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> but it's, hopefully we're going to raise a lot of money. I, I had this planned way before um, the Oso mudslide happened. So everyone's committed to this thing, and we're all. But then all these oh so mudslide uh, benefits popped up. Yeah. So hopefully it doesn't get lost in the mix, and people still show up. Well, that's uh, why you're here. We're helping get the word yes, out. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. So uh, and when is when's this happening? May third at Flights Pub up in Everett. That's for the uh, Cocoon House, and the original Guns in Nevada guys are getting together on May 9th. And that's the big that that I mean, not that the benefit isn't big news. I think that's an awesome thing you're doing. And I hope people will. Can people donate even if they can't come to the show? Is oh, there, yeah, absolutely. Is there a way to set up for the? Yeah, you know, Cocoon House. Um, all you do is Google it right there. It pops up. It's the only thing on Cocoon Google. House. Cocoon House. We'll put it on our Facebook page, and you guys can link over and click to that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a great it's a great cause. They help a lot of teens. So. We actually, you know, it's sad. Uh, my daughter, who um, she's graduated and, and has gone on to Alaska and works with homeless teens and stuff up there, but she's the one that actually made me more aware uh, because she did a lot of social work through her college years in Seattle. There's a big teen population here that are homeless. Yeah. And down in Portland, uh, we were just down there um, on Saturday to watch my, my niece's band play at the Crystal Ballroom. Cassie Boucher, you rock. <laughs> and um, you notice a lot of homeless teens there, too. Like, there were all, a lot of homeless people in general, but a lot of homeless. It's like, you're too young to be out on the streets. Right. It's just crazy. It's sad. So these guys really help a lot. So hopefully we can raise some money, some awareness. Well, I think it's awesome you're doing that. Uh, now, on the other side of things, um, if we go back in history with Guns in Nevada, uh, there was uh, you, there was obviously you guys were had a band, and then there was a, a, split, a split, which then left us with actually two very good bands. We had the Hard Count, which was the guys that split off, yep. and Guns in Nevada. Yep. But there wasn't a lot of love. No, there wasn't. <laughs> we never saw. There was a we lot. never saw a combined show. Let's say no. <laughs> but we would occasionally go to each other's shows. Yes, you would. Just to throw. We, just eggs. we wouldn't tell anybody, but we would show up. Yeah, just to throw stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Ooh, <laughs> oddly enough, we're getting along fine suck. now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's weird how time heals uh, heals wounds. It does. And, and um, we're it, all kind of grown up. I mean, we were the most dysfunctional band ever. Well, which is why your music was so awesome. Well, I get it. And your thanks. shows were a lot of fun. Well, thanks. Yeah, they were fun. Sometimes it ended in fistfights. Exactly. Know? That's, <laughs> that's from our, always fun. That's from rock and roll, From the baby. audience perspective, it was phenomenal. I think our CD release show, I think Donnie and I almost came to blows at the Central. After the show, we had this great show, and I forgot some stupid reason. And 
Adam and Donnie and Doug and me, and we've all almost killed each other. So. <laughs> but now we're getting along. We're having so much fun. All we do is sit around and laugh and try and remember these songs. Like, how in the hell did we do that song? Oh, yeah. Rocky Top. Yeah. Ramon's <laughs> version, I think. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been having a blast. We just played uh, Donnie's place on Friday. We all got together and drank a lot of beer, drank a lot of whiskey, laughed a lot, played a lot Gee, of Yeah, I can't music. imagine that with you guys. Yeah. It was, it was fun. So... When is that happening? When's the big reunion That's show? May 9th. That's for the Oso Mudslide. It's an Oso Mudslide benefit uh, with Redneck Girlfriend. Wow. Shivering Denizens. Yeah, we got them Good to show night. up. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And a band called The Folsoms, which is a cash tribute. I was going to say. Sure. And one of the guys in that band actually lost someone up at the landslide. Mm. So wow. Donnie, Donnie put all this together. He got the reunion show and he put, he put all this thing together. So it should be a, a blast. We is that going to be up there like around Arlington or something? Where It'll is be that? in Everett. Yeah, Tony never. B's pub. Oh, excellent. I think they're going to open. They might. I'm not sure, but they may open the big room next door to the old Jimmy Z's. Yes. The big like three, four hundred room, or right. 400 person. They might do that. I don't know yet. But for those but, of you out there who are listening uh, across the U.S. who maybe missed the news, it was big, big news here. I know it made national headlines, but you never know. We had a big mudslide up north of here that basically wiped out half of it was a small town, but wiped Half of it out. Uh, I don't even know what the what's the body count. It's up in the 30s. 39, last I heard. Yeah, 39. Still some people missing. It was yeah. uh, it was a big deal. Um, here, I know the president's supposedly going to fly in and I guess uh, I hang know. out. But whatever. I mean, it was it was a disastrous event. It was a and it was a nice sunny day. It was just a regular. It was like a Saturday, yeah, regular Saturday. regular yeah. day. Everybody was just kind of hanging out, and then their world just like flipped upside down, and it was it was awful. So. A lot of them left homeless. All their stuff's gone. Properties just disappeared. Yep. Uh, farms just gone. Yeah. You know, houses are in just splinters. And, of course, loss of life. So yeah. um, I think that's awesome. You guys are going to be a part of that thing as well. Yeah. Hopefully it, uh, hopefully it raises a lot of money for them. We'd, we'd like to get a few grand at least, you know. Oh, I don't to help. see how that would be a problem. I think we're auctioning off some stuff. Yeah? I don't know. I'm not really... I've been working on my cocoon house thing right. for so long. Like Donnie, Donnie came up with this idea of like, uh, sure, I'll play, but I don't know what else I can. I'm like doing so many things right now. So He can uh, auction off his trucker hat. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so let's. And, the sideburns. And that, yeah. that, that, one, that one is in Everett May 9th. 9th. And that's a Friday night. Friday night. So let's go back to the cocoon house because that's the one that's coming up. May 3rd. Yep. This is May 3rd. Uh, how did you get uh, How did you get aligned with Cocoon House? Did you just throw a dart, or did, was it something specific that drew you to them? I kind of um, I have a group of people that I work with, you know, that I kind of pulled together to help me do this, and um, we were knocking around. I said, "Well, I think we should do some kind of benefit show for kids." You know, um, everyone could get behind that, whether you have kids or not. Everyone likes kids, so so let's do something for kids. And somebody said Cocoon House, and I started reading about it, and I got a hold of them, and they're like, "Yeah, let's do it." So they're so are they a shelter? Yeah, they um, they help kids between the ages of thirteen and seventeen. Mm -hmm. They help them find like emergency housing, or um, they they have a house in Everett. I think it's like an eight room house where kids kind of rotate in and out, mm -hmm. and they get, try and get them back on their feet. They have drug problems or alcohol sure. problems or something like that. But they've been doing this work for, I think for twenty years, wow. and um, and they do nonprofit. They're nonprofit. independent organization. Exactly. It's, I think it's so, all donations. It all yeah. and. Uh, they're doing well. I think they have another um, uh, satellite office or house out in Monroe. So they're serving the servicing really like the the north end of things. Yeah, Snohomish County. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
and you know in the winters it gets really really cold up there and it's, everett's a tough place to roam around there's a lot of problems there so. yeah that's my hometown that's... <laughs> <laughs> i know you were part of that problem i was part of the problem <laughs> <laughs> so let's then let's go into let's talk about the the music my man i mean what guns in nevada we haven't had a new album in in a while yeah um i know you have all these uh side projects and you've been sending me clips. I think they sound brilliant, but I can't play them. <laughs> That's always the disclaimer. Do not yeah. play these. Sorry. Uh, so it's like I, I well, know. you're my sounding board. If you think it's okay, then it's like, okay, it's okay. We're on the right track. No, I'm just never going to let anyone else hear it. Earl's never sent me anything that I've ever written back, written back and said, maybe change this or that. It's because he's a brilliant guy. And so oh, when he sends on. it and I listen to it, I'm always logged right in. And so, but I can't share it. So I feel like I'm just sitting on this gold, you know, like, <laughs> like I robbed a bank, but I can't spend it because then they'll come bust me. And Jessica's <laughs> going to be happy to hear that. She's... Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a great song. That is one I can't wait till we can share. Me either. Uh, Jessica Lynn, who uh, has been on our program before and uh, has, has just a great, she's a country singer, Shit. has a great sound. She's a monster singer, um, man. Mm-hmm. Which is odd because she's from Denmark. Yeah. You know I mean? It's like... Danish cowgirl, She's but, a great Dane. But um, <laughs> you guys have a have a, a really cool um, chemistry going there, and and just the way your voices play off each other. Um, I've told you this. I it's kind of to me it reminds me of a lot of the great country and western duets down through history, especially like um, you know uh, Loretta Lynn and Conway Twitty or. Um, you know, some of those, I'll that, take that. I'll take that compliment. Well, <laughs> take their money, <laughs> <laughs> take their place in the hall of fame. It's hard. Well, it's, it's hard to have a bad song with Jessica singing on it. Cause she just so, I mean, I don't know if there's any singers around that, you know, has her kind of capabilities mm-hmm. and she's got a soul to her. That's not just like some new country thing. It's, it's like, she's got like, she, she's country. Mm-hmm. She feels it, you know, but you, but when she, first came into town didn't you kind of helped her kind of uh, played a couple of shows with her I, I played in a couple of acoustic shows with her and caitlin logan yeah uh, another one of my favorites she's coming in soon is she yeah yeah i love kate um we chat pretty often on facebook we keep meaning to go out and have whiskeys because she lives near me and we never we never get around to it <laughs> well it's about like i've tried to get earl down here to co-host a show and i know i should <laughs> once well, i don't have uh, all your opportunity going on your opportunity is coming to a close here oh, soon, man, my man. But, um, (laughs) but anyway, uh, so do you have, is what you have the new lineup, which is the old lineup guns in Nevada, not sure where it's going to go. Eventually it's definitely doing a show. We're doing a show. And this lineup that I have right now that we did sometimes the devil wins. And, um, I think we recorded a different, uh, the newer version of Bible and my gun. Yes. Um, that that lineup is coming to an end. We're we're doing one thing with Lee Fleming's uh, when it sh- shoots up here on right. June first, right? Mm-hmm. And we're gonna do a bar scene, and I think we're gonna let that. Isn't that your second movie with Lee? Yeah, you in the first one too. Um, we had uh, Hard to Wave Goodbye and Handcuffs is in that. That's right. Yep. And I think <laughs> he's gonna. Sorry. I think he's gonna use uh, my Bible and my gun, and uh, sometimes the devil wins in this one. Well, because he's smart. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, is it- I, I work cheap too. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have to pay me. Is that the the bounty? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they're filming a scene up at uh, Slim's. 
Right. Yeah, he sent feet. me the list of what's mm-hmm. what's going. Are down. you going to be there? I'm hoping to. Um, it's it depends. You know, it's uh, that's June first, which is uh, that's a big day on our program. So it depends yeah. on when, what time, and whether I can get there. And you know, okay. Uh, well, so. if we can, we should go together because he's putting some Boxy Vallejo songs in that. That's right. Too. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Another NWCZ Radio Northwest Convergence Zone connection. Why don't you yeah. just simulcast from Slims? <laughs> 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 no doubt. That would be awesome. That would be cool. Remote. I don't think though anyone would be able to understand us if we simulcast. From <laughs> well, it's not going to be, the bar's not going to be open. Oh, trust me, we'd get it open. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, the bar's going to be shut down. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> To the public, let's yeah. just say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the guys I'm playing with now, that this version of Guns Nevada, this is that ship is to pretty much end. yeah, it sailed. Everyone's got so much other stuff going sure. on, and um, like Scott and John, our guitar player and our and our um, drummer, they're run, they're starting their own sound company, so they're doing live sound and right. they're making a nice. lot more money than they're making playing Guns Nevada. So and they got to eat. So and Jetto, our bass player, is in. Villains of Yesterday, he's in Disco Cowboys, he's wow. in Heartwood, and he's in Guns Nevada. And we're just all pulled in so many different directions. So wow. if Guns Nevada gets back together to do any more shows, it'll be with Adam and Donnie and Doug and me. So nice. That's the only Well, I'm looking oh. forward to to seeing what, what transpires from that and some new music, hopefully. Maybe. We're talking about it. Adam was showing me his new song he was working on the other day. I'm like, oh, that's kinda cool. Maybe we should but who see, knows? Uh, it's nice to see you guys being lovey-dovey. Yeah. That's nice. Well, it's big we'll see how long it lasts. Group, uh, exactly. <laughs> well, you can check out Guns of Nevada at uh, ReverbNation.com slash Guns of Nevada, and you can listen to their tunes on there. They're also on Facebook, of course, Guns of Nevada. And um, you still have uh, music for sale, people? How, how would they... Yeah, you can still buy stuff off the Reverb page, or CD Baby has all our stuff on there. Mm-hmm. The first record, uh, the second one, and the, the last one. Great. So uh, Once again, tell us about the shows that are coming up, what are the dates and the times. May 3rd at Flight's Pub um, will be uh, for Cocoon House, and there's six bands, on the five bands on the lineup. Michael Scott Thomas, oh God, hopefully I remember everyone. Michael Scott Thomas, uh, the Wild Snohomians, they're more, good. Yeah. I like them. Um, more America, um, Earl Thunders and his so-called friends, and Big Top. Nice. And that's May 3rd at Flights in Everett. Then May 9th, it'll be um, at Tony V's in Everett for the Oso Mudslide benefit show. And that'll be the Folsom's. Shivering Denizens, Guns of Nevada, and Redneck Girlfriend. Damn. You you got some great shows coming. I know. Out. I'm really stoked. Everybody get out there. All right, yeah. Earl, it's uh, always a pleasure to see you. Always a blast. Thanks man. for stopping in. Check them out. Uh, Reverb Nation, Guns of Nevada, and also on Facebook. Here it is. This is Bible and My Gun, the Guns of Nevada. Bring my Bible, bring my Bible, bring my woman and my gun. My name is Sunday morning. I'm your bastard son. Every no redemption of all the things I've done. Bring my Bible, bring my Bible, bring my woman and my gun. Bring my Bible, bring my woman and my girl 
Bring my Bible, my woman and my 
That is the Lunar Effect band out of London who uh, has a great sound to them. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this interview because we're going to find out. seems like there's, they have a lot of influences of uh, bands in our region. The name of that track was You Come Along. And we're on the line with John. He's uh, lead in the, in the band, the Lunar Effect. You can check him out on Facebook. John, welcome to the program. Hi there. Over there in London, you guys, uh, you guys have a rich history and tradition of music. No doubt you've influenced the world. Um, you guys have a very, uh, very Seattle sound to your band. Well, t- explain to us or tell us a little bit about the Lunar Effect. Yeah, well, I think anyone of, sort of my sort of age, uh, when we were coming into teenagers, you had sort of two choices. You had the grunge sound coming from America or, or the Britpop sound coming from coming from England and it's sort of a mix of those two I, I think but they're like big influences for me and tell us so uh, uh, the lunar effect uh, when did you guys get together to uh, you know introduce us uh, name wise to your bandmates and tell us a little bit about the evolution of your band well it's pretty much I was in another band at the time and it was just um, it was stuff that I was writing but wasn't wasn't right for the other band so it started off really as as just me and i recorded pretty much everything wow and and um and that's and then it got picked up by a uh, free ravens record label and they put it out and uh since then i've i've got together with some friends and that and and we're going to start putting it out as a, as a full band this summer Nice, yeah. Three. But it was pretty much, yeah. It started out as just a, a solo project that I was just doing on the side. Yeah, three three Ravens Record dot com is a it's a great um, independent label. I assume they're they're based out of uh, England as well. Yeah, they're based out of uh, Liverpool, and I met the producer Russell um, through through my old band. He he produced some records for us then. Nice. And, and that, yeah, that's how it, it will just come out. Come out of nothing, really. <laughs> well, it's got a great sound to it. It's very uh, it has it has very raw. Um, that like you said, a lot of grunge influence on it, um, but it's fresh at the same time. It sounds it sounds great. 
Now, tell us about um, over here. We're familiar with the uh, the music scene, not so much uh, in London. Although when I was out there, I did go to a few local venues, saw some shows. Um, what is it like for for you guys for, for a band um, trying to gather an audience, break into, uh, or you know, and make, make some make some kind of headway into the local music scene? Uh, it's quite it's quite hard because uh, thing is with London because it's so famous for breaking bands and that it's, it's massively oversaturated and you you have to you you have to try and pick the geeks that are actually being put on for people that like the music uh, as opposed to the geeks that just want to make money off of you <laughs> um, that, that's the that's the main thing you know and they don't even care what you sound like they just want to know how big your fan base is so they can work out how much money they're going to make um, but there are good venues out there and and we're lucky that we, we we've got contacts with those and there's some really good bands but you, you know no they don't get the promotion not many people get the promotion and you just you've just got to go go out and and just it's luck just finding them and then once you find them everyone's got a facebook page so then you just keep an eye out on, on the websites and that but you know there's no set way about it right well it seems like uh, i mean we have that same problem here with the clubs where they just they're looking to, they're bringing in bands rather than providing entertainment for their own clientele bringing in bands and relying on them to bring their fans in and it's a it's a weird it's it's interesting that that kind of thing is going on over there uh do you also find that you know being in london a lot of bands from all over England, they come into London to try to make it, and that crowds the crowds the field as well. Yeah, absolutely. Every, everyone thinks that if you get if you get down to London, you know, that's that's where all all the bands from all over the world are played. And and I suppose sometimes you want to play the same venues as some of your favourite bands have done in the past, um, and things like that. But yeah, it gets it gets overcrowded as well. Who's but uh, you get different sounds. Yeah, who's uh, who's who's rolling over there? Um, that's making some noise. That's that's piqued your interest. What are what are some bands or who are you listening to these days? Uh, we t- last uh, the last band I saw was a band called uh, Black Casino and the and the Ghost, and they were really cool, sort of psychedelic sounds. There, there's a f- there's a few psychedelic bands um, that that are out. That that's there's quite an underground scene with that. That's becoming becoming sort of quite popular um in there so lots of bands like that one of my favorite bands that i saw not that long ago were actually from america and they were called peanut butter lovesicle <laughs> i'll have to write that down i have not heard of them yeah. do, do you know where they were where they what region they were from uh i, I got i think new york okay i think new york sounds yeah. like sounds like a new york band <laughs> yeah but no they were cool we saw them over here yeah, well. I mean it's hard. It's it's hard. Sometimes you can go and you don't even know the bands that are playing, but there are good bands out there. Sure. Uh, so who now? You you're gathering a, a band around uh, your material. You guys are going to start, I assume, playing in support of this uh, the CD. Can you tell people yeah. how? Where can they get a copy of uh, of your CD? They can get a copy of it from thelunareffect.co.uk. Or through the record label freeravenrecords.com. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, and three Ra three Ravens record actually has a pretty pretty nice lineup of bands on there, you guys included. And uh, yeah, you can download it or you can also order yourself a, a hard copy. That's they're the ones that reached out to me with several bands, and I I was <clears throat> I logged into you guys right away because I thought you had a great sound. Um, with your other band that that you had before this project. Um, is that still going? Is this a side project, or is this something you're going to start? No, this is this is it now. The the other band finished, and that's that's when this. You know, I had more time then, and and the producer from the label wanted to put it out. So you know, we had a lot more time. Great to get it out. So yeah, so everything's go with this now, which is which is pretty cool. Awesome. Well, we've been talking with John Jefford. He is uh, he is the head man. He's the lead guy with the lunar effect you can check them out on facebook facebook.com slash the lunar effect uh you can also go over to three and that's the number three ravensrecords.com you can check them out there john thanks so much for taking time out with us today you guys have a great sound and good luck in the future we're looking forward to more music from you thank you here we go this is the lunar effect off of their uh, latest ep it is titled solitude we'll be back here on the zone
There you go. Lunar Effect right here on the Northwest Converge Zone show. Um, do you guys have a do you guys have a good 420? Yeah, I know yeah, on one yeah. still celebrating it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh? I'm not done either. <laughs> <laughs> Mine started Friday. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, 420s it's like do you really need that day and that time on 420 to no. celebrate it? Well, no, but it's no. nice that it fell on Easter so a lot of people actually got it off that wouldn't have gotten 420 off, right? Well, that's true. So. So you have to worry about that. Are you guys going to be well, you guys probably I'm I'm wondering how yes, many I'll be stoned tomorrow. I'm wondering how many <laughs> people will be woken up tomorrow at work to the the surprise 420 random drug test right, work, you know? right. <laughs> your name's been randomly pulled the insurance pulled. companies pulled. are just waiting hey yeah. next week it's the company's april 21st random drug <laughs> test right. remember how we didn't fuck with you fools. on april fools yeah, yeah here it is. Uh, next week on the big show is kate lynn logan and uh west spite will be making a return with a brand nice. new uh, album yeah he's he was working hard in nashville and it sounds great uh all right time for the big the big announcement uh, June 1st will be our fifth year marker. Mm-hmm. Yes. Means we will have done five solid years of the Northwest Convergence Zone show. That's a yes. lot of zone. That's a lot. There's a, That's every, a big zone. Pretty much every Sunday, occasionally we would take you know some time mm-hmm. off. Um, last summer we took a few weeks off here and mm-hmm. there, but you know pre-recorded shows so i mean we've been busy we've i tried to do the math of how many bands and guests we've had roll through here in five years and i just it's got to be it's in the thousands Mm -hmm. yeah um i can't even uh, people still i still will have people come to me hey hey, i really had a great time on your show and i sometimes not to mention the authors and filmmakers and video makers comedians and uh lots of lots of great stuff so Big announcement is is that June first will also be our final show. Mm-hmm. The the Northwest Convergence Zone show will end on June first, and um, yeah, it's but we're gonna have a great show. We're gonna we're gonna have a fun show on June first. Make me wet. I mean, my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been a great ride. I want to give everybody a, a heads up on that. So I think we have that six weeks left. We have six mm-hmm. more episodes and uh, six weeks, something like that. Um, six weeks. Your mind is in the gut. Man, I'm telling you. <laughs> wow. Voxy is just all <laughs> over. Uh, so you have six more weeks of the Northwest Convergence Zone show, and then we will uh, we will be out of here. We're gone um, forever. Yeah. So <clears throat> there is that. Never to be forgotten. But we have fun to be had. In the meantime, and then we have the big finale show, and you'll definitely want to be tuned in for that because we're gonna have a lot of fun on that show. Doing, we're gonna invite the entire crew back. It's gonna yeah. be great from, from that's ever been on this show. All right, everybody, that is it. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you had a great Easter and a great 420. We will see you next week. That's right, we'll be here, the Northwest Convergence Zone show. See you then. This has been a production of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Email us at nwconvergencezone at gmail.com.